Hello everyone and welcome to the Watermark Church Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Now let's dive in. Morning glory. Yes, you guys are awake and that's good and uh, I love, I prayed for snow and it showed up. Hallelujah. I'm just kidding, I didn't pray for snow, but I'm glad it's here one last few times. So we are glad more importantly that you are here with us um, for, hey, thank you, for our birthday service. And uh, it's going to be a great morning. Anybody like donuts and coffee in the morning? Isn't that nice? Guys, we're not back to doing it every morning yet. Just so I know we're teasing you a little bit, we're going to do it today. And we're not going to do it every week yet. But in a few more weeks, we're going to have... Adam from Buddy's Bakeries bring us donuts in a few more weeks, and then we'll have donuts again. But we won't do it every week, but we'll do it some special occasions. So, but we are just glad that you came to celebrate eight years with us. And here's how it looks. Um, if you've never been to our birthday, it's not a typical service, but if it's your first time, this is a great service to be at because you get to know our heartbeat. You get to know our friends and our family. You get to know what we're passionate about, and you get to see us celebrate. And so what we do today is just celebrate what God has done this year and what we're going to do. It's not really a vision service as much as a celebration service. So, And so we are just excited for you to be here. If you're brand new with us, we do connection cards. You can sign in online, but we want to connect with you. But I just want to say welcome. Thanks for coming. And anybody agreed this year didn't turn out like you thought it would? Raise your hand. Of course, all of us. And so nobody would have thought like, hey, this year we're not going to do church. We're not going to do school. Like we're not going to do businesses. And you're, not, you're going to wear being wearing a mask. And, but it, things change, of course. And so I want to open up the service today with a video kind of just about the change of watermark this year and what has taken place. So if you can start that, go ahead. Hello, Watermark family. Thank you for joining us for our eighth birthday celebration. We're so glad you are here. Can you believe it's been eight years already? Last year, we celebrated our seventh birthday and uh, we had no idea that a global pandemic would completely hit and change the trajectory of our lives. This year, everything had to change. Interactions in our community to jobs, families, friends, school, and even the way we did church. Through this pandemic, we had to change many things, but the most important thing has stayed the same. Watermark has done our very best to continue to show God's love to our church family, our Stillwater community, and people around the world. Although this past year has been wild and crazy for us all, God has shown us new ways to have an impact on people in our own community. In March, everything shut down. 10.01. We can tell people where we're at. Okay. Guys, we're, we're, we're on vacation in glorious Phoenix. Carlson. And uh, it is beautiful down here. We were forced into pre-recorded online weekly services and devotions. We no longer were able to meet together each week with our Watermark family. April came and went and we were still only able to, to do church online. During that month, one of our favorite Sundays took place, Easter. Although we couldn't be together, our amazing Watermark Kids team made it possible for every kid at Watermark Church 
to still get a surprise Easter basket with toys, treats delivered to their door. Thank you, Watermark Kids. No one could have foreseen that we would still be meeting virtually in May. We each celebrated Mother's Day with our own families, watching church online rather than being together as a church family. I'm so glad that our Watermark staff was able to provide Mother's Day gifts to each of our on our women's doorsteps. Thanks to our staff for driving around Stillwater and the surrounding areas to make sure each of our ladies felt seen and loved, even if we couldn't be there together. Along with caring for our church family through the pandemic, we, we also did our best to care for our community. One of the ways we helped was with our local restaurants, was providing drivers to deliver food. This allowed some of our local restaurants the ability to get more business by offering the perk of free delivery. Through the majority of the summer, we were, were not able to meet in person. June brought Father's Day, and we figured out a way to celebrate our Watermark dads together, but still safely distanced. Our Watermark staff offered a drive-through event with root beer, local ice cream, and snacks for any family who wanted to stop by the hub. We loved the drive-through so much, we decided to do it another one in July. We offered our family favorite Christmas treats from our driveway during the Christmas in July drive-through event. It was so fun to see everyone in person and give out some of our favorite Christmas treats. By the end of the summer, we were so excited to begin meeting in person again. What a joy to be with some of our church family on Sunday mornings once more. We started our meeting at the hub and our tech team began to learn the in and outs of what it takes to do run a live stream service. There was a huge learning curve and a few interesting Sundays. One of my favorites was when we ended up having to run our church live stream through a cell phone camera on the Facebook page. I'm glad we got through those learning weeks and had the ability to offer a high quality live stream every single week. In the fall, most schools finally opened up and we were so excited to get back to our normal meeting in the middle school. Within a few weeks, we had our cameras and live streams perfected and within a few months, Watermark Kids was back up and running. Other than the mask and distancing, we were thrilled that the church had started to feel pretty normal once again. We continued to have an eventful fall and winter season. Watermark Youth got back up and running with lots of students attending on a weekly basis. They even managed to give over $37,000 of their annual Big Give Night. We have an amazing students at Watermark Church. Christmas at Watermark did not disappoint. December started out with an, another drive-through event hosted by our Watermark Kids team. It was so fun. We had lots of families drive through our lit up hub parking lot. As they drove through, everyone got to enjoy Christmas lights, Christmas music, popcorn, presents for every kid, and a Christmas drink. Another fun event we did at Christmas was helping families in need. We were able to bless this year 40 plus families who were struggling in our community for Christmas. We invited them to the hub to receive food, toys, games, and books. We also invited the local police to come and help us hand out the food and the gifts. We love that each police officer was able to make a connection with some of the families who came through. We love that we were able to bless the families in need in our community, but also bless the police officers. To close out our season, we had a wonderful time at our annual Watermark Christmas service. 
We were reminded that God drew near to us in the most powerful way, sending his son to earth on the very first Christmas in order to have a relationship with all his people. Although COVID brought us many challenges in this year, it also brought us together in new and unique ways. Our staff had to get creative to even make church happen. All of you had to choose to stay connected to your church family by watching online. We all had to walk through loss in some way and everyone dealt with uncertainty on a daily basis. I will not deny that the past year has been difficult for all of us, but it's also been an amazing time of new growth, new ideas, and new relationships. Thank you for all who stuck with us and helped us make it through this year, a year that we will never forget. We are so thankful for year seven of Watermark Church and look expectantly forward to an amazing year eight. We did it. Isn't that amazing? I sit up here and I'm just like, I look at all that stuff. And it's interesting because things don't usually, sometimes, not usually, some things don't come out like you expected. Anybody have a disappointment, like you've done something, you expected something, and all of us this year. It didn't work out like we thought. Some things don't pan out. Some things don't work out. And uh, I'm going to show a picture. Can you put that picture up of that jacket? This year uh, is a great illustration of this. I had some extra money this year. Um, somebody gave me a gift card, and I used it to buy another gift card. So I went online to buy this. I bought three items from this online store, and one of them was this jacket. And I didn't even tell my wife. I just bought it, and I said, when I'm going to get a mail, I'm going to do a fashion show. And uh, show her when I get it. So I got it in the mail. And to my embarrassment, it didn't look anything like this. <laughs> Anybody ever order anything, and when it shows up, it is nothing like you ever... And not only that, I, I'm going to put it on for you. <laughs> so, this is the first ever reveal of the sweetest jacket you have ever seen. <laughs> you guys, this scene is top-notch. <laughs> I'm going to preach in this all day. I got this in the mail. And I said, what is this? I was so embarrassed. I didn't even tell my wife for like four days. I, I opened it up and I said, does this come from a clown? Left nothing. Nothing. Buttons are off. And my favorite part is this. You look at the tag on the back. And I'm thinking it's going to say the name of the company. And the tag says, Miss Look. <laughs> yes, I am wearing a female's jacket. <laughs> Pretty stylish, right? <laughs> I, I will never wash it because I don't want to destroy other clothes. <laughs> I, will, I will probably never wear it again besides right now. <laughs> but I will never get rid of it either. Here's the reason why. Because it taught me a valuable lesson again and reminded me that sometimes things don't work out like you expect. And sometimes it's not a failure, it's just a sermon illustration. <laughs> it's, 
listen, some things come out like you expect and some things you just learn from. You know what this year has brought us? Change, sometimes disappointment, but more than anything else, it's done revealing to all of our hearts. I'll tell you over and over again, when pressure comes, listen, whatever you put in the sponge, when you squeeze it, when the pressure's on, that's what comes out. And you know what this year showed me? Who we are. When the pressure's on, listen, it didn't work out like we expected. None of this worked out like any of us in your marriage. But listen, COVID has been revealing, this whole year's been revealing because when the pressure's on, what comes out? Hopefully what's been coming out of us is grace and hope and love. And sometimes you might get something junky like this jacket. (laughs) But here's the deal. I will tell you, hopefully you live and not fail, but learn. We definitely didn't get what we expected, but I'm telling you this. Are you better and stronger today than you were a year ago? (laughs) This year, my friend Doug told me right away, it's very revealing because if there was a crack in anything, in your marriage, in your life, in your ministry, whatever it is, it becomes a crater in this season. And so either we, when God reveals it, Either we fix it or we let it, and I've seen, listen, I've seen a few marriages fall apart, but I've also seen a few marriages be restored. I've seen people who succumb to more addictions, but I've also talked to people who are now over six months sober. So I'm telling you, in this season, it's very revealing to us what is God doing to us. And so my hope for you today, as we celebrate today, it's not just, hopefully it's revealing because everybody had to make a change. And we have everybody coming on stage just sharing stories. And we have people sitting in us videos because I want us to show you, it's not just our little world that's been affected, it's all around the world, missions and everything But we've all, the team that we have here today and the people we have, listen, this is not part of my sermon, but I'm going to share it. Every time the enemy comes in, God sends something to rise above it. You know what I'm saying? Every time. And so I believe a rising tide lifts all boats. That means I believe for us as a church, it's time to rise up. It's time to say, we've been through this season, now to look forward to what God's going to do the next season. Amen? So we have a fun video. Bobby Lokanen was going to be here today. He's not here, but he sent us a video for our birthday. So we're going to show this video, and I'm going to get this jacket off because it's starting to itch me. So you can start that video. Go ahead. (laughs) Hi, this is Bobby Lokanen. I'm one of your home missionaries, and I have something to tell you this morning. Happy 8th birthday, Watermark Church. I'm so sad I can't be a part of uh, the service this morning, the celebration. Uh, Riley, who some of you guys might know, is preaching at his home church where he grew up for the very first time, so we really wanted to be there to support him. But hey, congratulations on eight years. Congratulations, Pastor Jarvis and Jane. You guys are doing a great job. You've assembled a great team, and there are so many incredible people at your church. We are so proud to represent you in uh, Youth Alive, and a name, Youth Alive, just a reminder, is 
We are targeting schools all across Minnesota. We want to bring a, a relevant message to hope through school assembly programs. The COVID season's been pretty tough, but I'm pretty excited to hear. I just got an email like five minutes ago that one of the schools that we've been working on to try to get back into is going to allow us to come back this spring. There are four different short tours that we're going to try to do this spring. So uh, three of them will be in Minnesota. One uh, part of a week will be in Iowa. So slowly, schools are starting to open back up, and we're excited to go back and address things like mental health. There are a lot of people that are very depressed and are very down and feel alone and isolated and hopeless, and we have an opportunity to bring a message of hope to schools across Minnesota and some in Iowa, some in North and South Dakota. So we're excited to say we are having, uh, having a chance to get back into some schools uh, this spring and next fall. We are planning uh, six or seven weeks and hopefully those doors continue to open. Please be in prayer that those doors open. Also, AIM is uh, happening this summer. A lot of the world is still shut down because of COVID, but we're gonna have uh, five trips and students will be traveling across uh, the U.S. and some in Central and South America, and we have a chance to uh, to demonstrate and the love on people and show what Christ can do in their lives as well. So we're excited to be a part of the AIM as well. And thank you so much, Watermark Church, for supporting us and our family. Uh, just as missionaries, we are honored to represent you. And once again, happy birthday, Watermark. Very proud of you guys. Love that. Love Love hearing from our missionaries, and uh, I just want to say fun things, even in the midst of this chaos and what's going on this year. We, uh, if, hopefully you've driven by the hub. We've had an amazing donation the last few years. We've had new windows, and if you haven't seen, we have new siding that just got finished on the hub, and it is amazing. And uh, so drive by, we are now getting the lights around it. Um, we... Uh, we're now doing some stuff on the inside too, but I'm just telling you, this was a donation. Like we didn't put, we, the church is buying the lights, but everything else is, but not just a new siding, but new gutters. And not just new gutters, but covering over the gutters. And so there is so many cool things that God is doing in the midst of this. And as we're going, I feel like God is just getting us ready for that next season. God is just getting us ready for for what he wants to do in the midst of this. And speaking of the hub, we have some friends in the house, Noe and Bertha, if you guys can come on the stage and um, give them a round of applause. A few guys don't know them, hopefully you do. Noe preached a few weeks ago, and Noe and Bertha are, 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 are we planted, helped plant them, what, a year and a half ago? Yeah. And they are planted a church down in Bloomington, and they had to use our building for three months, and I just wanted them to come up and share. Listen, can you imagine planning a church and then COVID happens? You guys were, what, meeting in person like five months, and then they were pretty much shut down. And I'm telling you, it's pretty amazing to see. So you guys go ahead. I don't want to take up your time, so. Okay. Well, hi. Uh, our names are Noe and Bertha. Uh, we have the privilege and the honor of pastoring Create a Love Church, but more importantly, we have the privilege of being part of the family here at, uh, at Watermark. And, and, you know, God has done some amazing things. You know, God has really done some amazing things. As Pastor said, we launched in October. You guys launched us in October of 2019. And God has done some amazing things. I wanted to share a couple 
of just a couple of stats, if I may, of what God has done since we've launched. And the thing is that we, what Bertha and I recognize is that we cannot tell our story without mentioning Watermark. We just can't. Everything that God has done has been contributed because of your faithfulness to giving to the kingdom. And we, I want to be very honest, we pretty much copy everything that you guys do, okay? We really do. And Pastor Jarvis has really taught us, and Pastor Jane, um, they have really taught us the concept of loving well. You know, part of, our, part of our values is, number one is love well and add value. And we've took that from Watermark Church, and we've really made it into our identity. It's who we are as a church. And with that concept, and, I'll, and I just want to share a couple of things before I give the mic to Bertha. I just want to share a couple of things that the Lord has done since we planted. So as Pastor said, we planted, and then COVID hit, and we stopped four months, uh, four and a half months into our plant. We stopped, but then we saw God do something amazing. He, he pretty much encouraged the church to be the church not just come to church. And it's amazing. To, it's pretty cool to go to church, but it's better to be the church. Can I get an amen there? Like, it's better to just be the church than just going to church. And since we launched, 31 people has come to know Jesus. 31 people came to know Jesus since we launched. It was pretty cool to see that. But in addition to that, we had... Uh, eight people get baptized at Bush Lake in Bloomington. We just took over a part. We were, there was about 40 of us there. Uh, this was in June, July, and we just took over. We had our worship leader with a guitar. We went old school. We went to the lake, and like, what are you doing? We're getting baptized. They're like, oh, can I come? Sure, come on. You know what I mean? So we were there, and we saw eight people get baptized that day. But what was pretty cool is we really adopted this concept of really adding value to our community. Um, part of a Part of our journey has been we were able to give over $5,000 to our school district. We gave $5,000 to our school district. We gave over $5,000 to single moms um, that were struggling financially through COVID. We were able to sponsor three missionaries, uh, one local and two globally. Um, so all together, since we've launched, we've been able to donate or give uh, $16,900 to the kingdom of God. And so that's just, it's, it's just an amazing, an amazing story. And I'm telling you, we cannot, we would not have accomplished that if it wasn't for Watermark Church. I really want you to understand the impact, the internal impact. 31 people came to know Jesus and their eternity has been forever changed because of your faithfulness, because of your love. And we are just so thankful for your generosity and your care for the kingdom. And I'm telling you, we just can't tell our story without mentioning Pastor Jarvis or Jane, the personal impact that you guys have had in our lives, we'll cry. So I'm going to stop. I want to stop. But we just being with them and playing cards and design and just just talking life and just thank you because what God has done in eight years in, in your ministry, it's eternally impacted our family, eternally impact our children and our community. So thank you guys. <clears throat> Yes. Yeah, as Noe said, I just want to say thank you and happy birthday. This is, uh, we're so happy to be here. We really just feel like family. This is like, he's like, does it feel like family? Absolutely. We're just, know that it's like an extent, we, you got, we are an extended part of you guys, and we're just so grateful. We love you guys, and thank you. You going to have... Just so people, I mean, my mic is, there, it's on now. Just so people know, like, they contacted me. They went to a different place, 
for, you know, when they got let, let go of their building, they went to a different place. And then this last shutdown, the school said, you guys can't meet. And then we talked right away and had this conversation. And I, and I just said, he even, I don't know how I started. Maybe you joked and said, maybe we have to come to Stillwater. You know what I'm saying? And I said, if you ever have to use our hub, it's free for you to use. Yeah. And, uh, and then they were looking at other options and no one would let them in. And so they decided to take, so they've been using our hub for how long? Three months. Three months. They've been doing, so here's what's cool. They've driven from Burnsville, Minnesota, and I, I was there last night. They, popped, they had a good crew of people, not just doing services, but people were driving from Burnsville, that area, to do service in our hub, and last night was their last one at our, mm-hmm. at our, at our building. So mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, uh, anything you want to share about, I mean, I mean it's, been, it's been hard, I know, for sure. <laughs> It's, it's been, the drive was, it was fun, you know what I mean? Especially when you have four kids and they're crying the whole time, like, you know, four kids, like, a little toy car created civil war in our car, in our car just at times, but it, so it was a fun journey, but I'll tell you this, uh, we've experienced, I, I want you to understand the impact that, that you guys have had, even for us using the space January 17th was uh, the Sunday before uh, Pastor Jarvis came to our church. We, we experienced a moment, and like we, we're going back. So we're, we're going back to our home next uh, to Bloomington uh, next week. And uh, what God has done, I'll tell you, we, we, we're going back with an understanding that the hub is our Bethany, it's our upper room. It's where we got filled with the Holy Spirit once again and empowered. Because, for, I'll be very honest, we kind of got into this redundancy of ministry. We kind of got into a little bit like, you know, just going with the flow, and, and we lost a sense of passion for whatever reason. And, and it might have been COVID. I, I would say a big part of it was COVID, the frustrations of COVID and all that stuff. So the Lord brought us to Stillwater. And on January 17th, that's a very important day for the history of our church. We saw we had our service and then right after that, we, we, we went, um, our worship leader went back on, and we started singing. And then two hours later, we didn't realize that we had a three-hour service. People were baptized in the Holy Spirit. People were crying out to the Lord. There was a, there was a, a guy that just came, and he had a gun on him, and, and he was going to take his life, okay, the night before, okay, he was going to take his life, but he came to church, and he came all the way to Stillwater, and heard a message, and just cried out to the Lord, and he just felt the Lord just set him free from suicide thoughts, and that all happened at the hub, so not, I, I don't even know what to say, I really don't, but other than to say God has been so good, God has been so good, and Watermark Church, I'm telling you, what God is doing in your life is eternally changing lives, and whether you see them or not, I'm telling you, amazing things are happening because of Watermark, so thank you for being a kingdom-minded church. Isn't that awesome? I love that, and I, thanks guys. And, and they're good friends of ours, so that works out really well. It is amazing to see that, and uh, it's, I, here's what I do. I love, I, I saw all these, you guys, and then all these friends came in today. I'm like, oh, I love, this is my favorite. This is my favorite to have all these amazing people with us. Um, Brent, you guys want to come up? You, your wife, beautiful wife want to come up too? No, no, it's fine. I just want to ask, so. I mean, Brent's awesome, but you, 
I mean, it's because of you, you make Brent pretty awesome. So I just want people to know that. So That's the truth. That's the truth. And so, and uh, Brent's with us. And if you have been part of our church for a while, you know Brent. He's going to come back in a few more weeks and share a message with us. And, um, but I just wanted Brent to come and just share about the ministry for him this year. You're having your first service, live service. Praise in the person Lord. this yes. week. Yes. And uh, Wednesday. And so, so I want him to just talk about Chi Alpha and about 30 for Freedom. So you go ahead. So. Thank you, Pastor Jarvis. Happy birthday, Watermark Church. So good to be with you today. Um, I don't know if you've seen the movie Avengers Endgame, but there's a scene, there's an epic battle, and one of the, one of the heroes, Captain America, is like his shield is broken, it's all crazy bad, and he's like, he gets up and he's like, I'm not sure how I'm going to keep going. And all of a sudden, his buddies show up, and it's a game on. And I felt like this last year, 2020, in so many ways, family health, just different things in ministry, it felt like my shield was broken, and I don't know what we're going to do sometimes. And it was, there were three churches that were instrumental in being like, they showed up and they said, let's go, and it was game on. And one of those churches was Watermark Church. And one of those churches was Creative Love Church. And there were times that were so hard. And then it's like Pastor Noe shows up and he's like, they're bringing dinner to our house and it was a hard time. Or Pastor Jarvis is just like the blessing bomb man, right? And he's like, hey, you're doing gift, you're doing like these little gift bags for your students. Well, we want to be a part of that. And like you guys like basically purchased everything for our students who are like not able to be, you know, coming together in person. And so you guys were so huge for us. You were, t- you were like, a game changer for our ministry, for 30 for Freedom and for Chi Alpha. And if you're not sure what Chi Alpha is, Chi Alpha is a ministry to college campuses that helps students find Jesus and follow him for a lifetime. And when we started this ministry, it was actually the summer before it launched in St. Paul. I spoke on this stage talking to this church about that dream. And there was somebody here named Jill Bumgardner. And Jill heard about Chi Alpha and she began to become like our billboard, a walking billboard at grad parties, because Allie had just graduated. And she's like, hey, I want you to know, have you heard of uh, Chi Alpha? And she would just tell people about, about Chi Alpha. And I got to meet with a St. Thomas student five days before he started his freshman year. And I told him all about Chi Alpha because Jill connected us. He came to Chi Alpha, the very first service that ever happened in St. Paul, gave his life to Christ. He got baptized at fall retreat that, later that year. And you're like, why are you talking about 2016? Check this out. We couldn't have graduation this spring because of COVID. And we decided, a lot like some of the creative things that you guys have done here, if graduation can't happen, let's take graduation to our students. So we had a list of 15 students. We drove all across the state of Minnesota and into Wisconsin. And we brought graduation to our seniors. And one of those seniors was Cooper, who I met because of Jill Bumgardner. And he got engaged, this is a crazy part, this is my favorite part of the story. He got engaged, and he got engaged to a girl who was in our youth group when we were at Cedar Valley Church. She went to St. Kate's, they met in Chi Alpha, and they got engaged, and I was so happy for them, and they called me a few weeks ago, and they said, Brent, it would be such an honor if you would marry us. And I was like, come on, right? Like, just the way that God works in the midst of COVID, in the midst of all that happened this last year. And I remember talking to our 30 for Freedom team. If you're not familiar with 30 for Freedom, it's a movement that exists to end sex trafficking in our lifetime. I talked to one of our missions partners this week. I said, tell me what's happened this year with your ministry that we've helped to fund in terms of fighting sex trafficking. He said, well, three weekends ago, 
we rescued 15 kids who were missing and three adults. We rescued them. And he said, we've been doing sting operations in different places. Like, if I named the city, you'd be like, oh, I've been there before. Like, like it's crazy what's happening. And in the midst of COVID, in the midst of all the things that happened, like, we got a taste of what it's like to be locked down. And, like, the reality for so many of these, like, millions of people is that they are locked down against their will, and they're made to do unthinkable things, sometimes 20 times a day. And I think about, like, last, last spring, we're like, well, we can't have an in-person event for 30 for Freedom. We can't do what we always do. And I'm like, is anyone going to participate if we make it a virtual event? And our board was like, we don't know, but we have to do that to keep it safe. So we did that. And this last year was our fifth year of 30 for Freedom. And I was wondering if people were going to even be a part of it, right? Running a 30-mile run, a half marathon, a 10K, a 5K to rescue kids out of sex trafficking. We saw over 600 people sign up and register and run their 30 for Freedom run. And last year alone for 30 for Freedom, over $202,000 was raised to rescue people. And Watermark, you are a part of that. You've been a part of that dream since the very beginning. And August 14th, 2021, Lord willing, we're going to have an in-person Twin Cities chapter. And Pastor Jarvis and I were talking. He's like, invite Watermark on our birthday. Invite us to come. So on your birthday, I want to give you a birthday invitation to be a part of 30 for Freedom Twin Cities as we continue to rescue people out of sex trafficking, provide restoration opportunities for them, and the opportunity that we have to partner together is, is unbelievable. And I just want to say on behalf of, of our family, on behalf of Chi Alpha, on behalf of 30 for Freedom, thank you. Thank you for being a part of our family. Whenever we come here, I ask my daughters, I said, hey, we're going to go to Watermark Church on Sunday. And my oldest was like, oh, I get to see Charlie. Aww. She was so happy to see Charlie. That's one of my favorite churches. I'm like, it's one of my favorite churches too, kids. <laughs> so Watermark, we love you. Jane Jarvis, thank you so much for being Jesus with skin on to Stillwater and the surrounding area, to our family, to our students, and to people that we've been able to help get out of sex trafficking. You guys are a game changer. Happy birthday, Watermark. We love you so much. Before you step, it's awesome. So I'm going to even give a challenge further. Not just, I don't want you to do 30 for Freedom, but I want you to invite a friend to do 30 for Freedom. Because here's the deal. This coming year, we need to connect and be the church together. You know, you know what the, you know want, to, want to know the best way to hang out with somebody who's on church, who, who needs to find the Lord? Go running with them for a while. You know what I'm saying? Go for a walk with them. This is a great excuse to build relationships outside because I, I'm going from like, yeah, we need to be a sending church, but also a sitting church that sits down and has conversations with people. You know what I'm saying? That's not just sending our money, but showing our words and having conversations. So I'm not just challenging you to, what's the date of it? August 14th. August 14th. Put in your phones right now. Not just be part of this and help raise money, but invite somebody to be with you. Invite a neighbor or friend to be with you. So thanks, Brent. We love it. Love it. So I'll take that. So it's awesome. Give a hand. I'm just going to share a few, a few quick things that's going to happen. Um, listen, this is not a vision Sunday. We're not here. If you were with us, um, Monday we did Ice Palace Maze downtown. Who was part of us for that? That was one of my favorite events of the year. It was perfect weather. It started to melt, and it, it didn't feel like we are in a pandemic for the first time all year. We were just hanging out outside, and the, all of a sudden they shut it down two days later because it got too melty. So we got to be part of it. And so that was awesome. But this coming year, I want to say a few things. One, we need to connect and to, I'm going to say this straight up, to disciple. 
We need to be people who, not just with our words and say, oh yeah, we need to do this, but we need to be people who are um, literally rubbing shoulders, because I think what's happening is, if you, the key of this church is the Great Commission, which is to go out and reach people and make disciples. And so this means uh, that what I just said, not just sending, but sitting down, having conversations. We will do this by, you know what I'm saying, we're already starting up Bible studies. They're coming up. And so if you could put that picture up on the screen, there's Bible studies launching for men and women coming up. Make sure you put those dates down in the evenings. We want to rub shoulders and be connected. There'll be, there'll be different nights for that going on. We're going to restart Alpha this year. We're going to go back and do something new called membership class. We really believe we're going to do a, re- a new launch of life groups this year. One of the things, but also I want to say this. I love because I was at Noah's church last night. And he shared the same thing that was on my heart. I want our church to grow. Everybody wants that. But we need to focus on the one. Who is the one person that you're going to disciple this year? Who is, I, I would love if our church just had this mentality of saying, who needs to, to know Christ in a deeper way that I can put my arm around this year? And, uh, Jesus had 12. We can do one, right? And, and how does that look? And so we want to walk that. And how my other challenge this year, everybody serves. I'm just going to throw it out. Everybody serves. You, know, you want to know, know what's revealing? The biggest, uh, okay, here, my little soapbox, here we go. I wasn't planning on saying this, but my wife's going to give me a hand clap afterwards, so here we go. <laughs> the biggest complainers are the ones who don't serve. <laughs> Think about your own job, but the ones who invest, the ones who give, the ones who serve are the ones who are in. Because you know why? They know the stories. They know the lives that have been changed. They know the ones that are having conversations with people. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, we can all find ways to serve this year. And so my thing is, let's be connected, not just discipling and not just connecting, you know what I'm saying, outside, but let's just serve together. And so the other thing we're going to do, God has birthed something new in me this year. We need to, we need to up our prayer game. Um, for me, my mentor was a prayer warrior, and uh, we believe it's part of, needs to be part of our DNA. One of my favorite churches did Wednesday night prayer meetings. So I was sitting with my wife right after this new year, and I was just talking about this year coming up, and I said, what do we, gonna need, what do we need to start? And one of the things I said, I wish we could do a prayer night, but the hub is being used on Wednesday night for youth and you know, in the future for kids, and I just want to do something, but I, we don't want to do it there, and I wish I had a different space. And, she's, and my wife is like, brilliant. She goes, why don't you just call a school? Don't you think we can use our spot? And I said, no. I mean, I'm sure that's busy every night of the week at our auditorium. But I called, and they said, you know what's funny? The only night it's not being used is Wednesdays. <laughs> so starting in April, I don't even care if it's just me. I'm going to walk every row of this every Wednesday night and pray. So I'm going to be announcing this. So I'm going to invite the whole church on Wednesday nights starting in April. We're going to spend like from 6.30 to 8 o'clock. And here's how it's going to look. We're going to pray together corporately. You're going to pray by yourselves, pray over the seats, and I'm going to pray for each person that shows up that night. And we're just going to pray. And so that's what's going to happen. And it's so like I said, Bible studies are all going on. You know what I'm saying? I want to put some money for future because we don't know what's ever going to happen with a building for church, and I want to put more money in our future for, for investment of the church. 
but I really believe let's give to the kingdom. We got one more video, and then I'm going to have Paul come up, and we're going to do an offering. This video, if you don't know, one, the first year of our church, we planted a church with our friends um, named Jonathan and Alicia Ferrant. Um, they are big, good friends of ours. They are in El Salvador. They're missionaries down there. And my wife and I would take trips down there all the time. But there wasn't a healthy church when we would meet somebody and share the gospel. And I said, we need to start a church. And so with the missionaries' help, we started a church down there called CCI in the village down there. And their goal is to plant more churches. And it's amazing. We've been down there. We've had teams go down with us. And somebody from, some people from our church I was on a team, came back, raised money, bought land in that village for an orphanage because that was their dream. And this year, they've been building an orphanage. And I just want to show you a, a video. So if you can push play in that video, that would be great. Hey, hey Watermark Water Church. Church. Happy anniversary. We love you guys. Miss you guys. Tons. So exciting. This is your eighth anniversary. Thank you so much for wanting to highlight what we are doing in El Salvador. We want to give you a quick update on the orphanage, No Greater Love Orphanage, and what God's doing and all the work that we've accomplished. Okay, so in the last two years, um, we are almost done with two phases. First phase is two houses, which are these right here. Um, so if this is the whole property and we started with these two houses, we are almost done with those. We got like finishing details, some drywall painting, little things, uh, probably a couple weeks with a good team. We would have that thing done. Um, phase two is the multi-purpose center, worship center. Um, and that was a huge project, a lot of cement, a lot of uh, mixing, a mm -hmm. lot of manual labor, and we are almost done with that too. We just poured the final, uh, the ceiling, the, the final floor. Right. And so now in the next six months, we're focused on doing the detail work. Slowly we can work on phase three and phase four with a fence up, construction sides on one side and housings on the other side. Right. There really is an urgency though for us to get these children into the home. Thank you guys so much for your donations. Thank you for supporting us, for your prayers, uh, because without you, this could not be done. So I, I, we are just so grateful for your love and, and for your faithfulness. Thank you guys, we love you. Can't wait to see you again on the mission field, getting dirty. That's right. Bye. I love that. Here's my note. As we push the envelope, as Paul, you can come up here. As we push it, I want us to go back to, we need to do missions trips. I know as things open back up slowly, going to Haiti, going to El Salvador. With last year, you guys raised money for the Joneses in Africa to put in a well and build a church. Because of COVID, there was a delay, but I just talked to him. He wants a team to come in the next few years to help build a church in Africa. And so I'm just telling you, because of what you're doing and giving, I'm just, we just want to keep on and uh, doing it. And so we have one of my favorite all-time people um, 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 here with us, Paul Herkman. And uh, uh, a couple of things about Paul I want to say is this. I, I'm, I've already said something, I almost teared up, so i, I got to get away. It's like tear fest coming up. When I did Base Camp Everest, and Dan and Max and Paul went up there, I, I honestly felt like um, Base Camp, hiking into Everest Base Camp was hard, yeah. but I didn't feel like 
I didn't have that like, ooh, that was, it was amazing. But the next day, a few of us hiked up a um, thing called Kalapatar, which is when you're, when you're 17,000 feet and wake up at, what, 3 o'clock in the morning, the stars feel like they're, like, at your head. And so we hiked up this nauseating mountain together. And I have it on video, and I was, like, passing out. And this is literally, I was behind Paul the whole way up. And if it wasn't, we got to the halfway mark, and I'm going, I'm done, Paul, I'm done. I'm dying, I can't breathe. And Paul's like, it's just up there. He couldn't breathe either. And I'm like, okay. And I wouldn't have made it unless Paul, I just, all I did was look at Paul's boots. I can just see that picture the whole time. Look at Paul's boots, and we made it. And we get to the top, and Dan's like, we made it, guys. And I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, but we made it. And so without you, I would have been up there. So that, yeah, that was incredible. First of all, just like a lot of people have said, happy birthday. Yeah. It's, uh, we've been doing this for eight years together. Eight years. Venture and Watermark, if any of you were at the first water walk that we did, yeah. um, that was the first year <laughs> yep. together. Um, so I'm thrilled to be able to say happy birthday to everybody. I um, also want to take just, it's great to be back in person with Watermark. First of all, I missed the giggle. I, I love the Jarvis giggle. It's so good. Um, also an opportunity to air some grievances um, because on that hike, uh, Dan and Max were ridiculous. Um, for those of us who are a little bit older and struggle a little bit more, they were like little kids in a candy shop and it was frustrating how well they did. Um, so there's that. I can also very quickly, I just like to publicly articulate that I I don't get Shannon and McQuaid at all. I, I get that McQuaid, I get you have a good personality, but it just doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> Can I just articulate that for everybody? I just haven't, anyway. Anyway, I'll, I'll move on. Um, wh what I would like to say about Watermark very quickly, um, there are two things, and I just said this last week, I was in Wisconsin, so nobody here was listening. You guys weren't listening. I was talking with a handful of pastors, and I said this, there is a church that is gonna come out of COVID so well done because their pastors and leaders pastor a community better than anybody I know. And I get to speak and connect with a lot of churches, and I'm trying to look you all in the eyes, okay? The Boo Clan, okay, all the way over here, Melissa, Corey, all the way through. These are the best community pastors I have ever met. The best. This church is marked by a fingerprint of the Imago Dei, not of the Glanzers, of the Imago Dei, the image of Christ that says we care about every person in our community, and I want to thank you for that. Mm. The second thing that y'all are marked by, if you're an athlete, it's something called a twitch muscle. You probably had it at some point. You maybe don't have it anymore. Um, but the twitch muscle just makes you be able to respond. You're very agile, very quick. Watermark has that twitch muscle. We heard it with 30 for Freedom and with the campus ministry. We heard it with Creative Church. Oh, there's a need? We're gonna do it. We saw it in the video. I had goosebumps. I was telling Jay, I was tearing up because that's what the church needs to look like. Just whatever happens, we're gonna be out in the community doing that. And that's what you did for Venture. Uh, we partner uh, with Watermark for a long time. And I would just say we, we address things like human trafficking, refugee crisis, and extreme poverty. And, really some of the most difficult places on the planet. I'm so honored that 30 for Freedom is one of our, not just dear partner, but we're family, right? Um, what we know in the midst of COVID is that the marginalized are exponentially more vulnerable. We have all been impacted. Pastors have been impacted. 
Teachers have been impacted. Campus ministries have been impacted. Real estate has been impacted. But the marginalized are exponentially more vulnerable. And there has not been a week where I haven't received emails that literally say, be careful opening these up because there are pictures of people that have died because of hunger-related issues. Emails coming in that say, right now the pimps are pre-purchasing kids for when the borders open up. Do you understand that that shouldn't be a sentence in, the, in any language? Pre-purchasing kids. But the moment COVID hit, Jane and Jarvis call. What can we do? And they went deeper. While they're still figuring out what COVID is going to mean for Watermark, for their family, for this community, they went in deeper. And because of that, we were able to respond. Mm -hmm. And in a year where the, the need and the critical nature of the requests around food and around safety, in a time when we are getting more requests than ever, the funding dropped significantly because everything was affected. But our churches, Watermark was the first call, stepped up. And so this year we literally had, and I mean literally, not in the way the young kids use literally, which is almost always figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> it's another whole thing. I should get through with this, right? Five loaves and two fishes for venture. That's what we just started praying. If we have less, God can do more. And this year we were able to provide 7.1 million meals to refugees. That's more than last year. I like you. I like the snaps. Well done. You're making me happy. Through our partnership with 30 for Freedom, Watermark, Ben, what you all are doing with the youth there, we were able to provide 728 girls safety. That's more than last year. With less money, more. And you have to understand, and, and Brent, you did such an incredible job, but you have to understand what that means for 728 girls. That means that they will not have unspeakable things done to them 20 and 30 times a day. That means that they get to hear the hope of Jesus Christ, and that means that generations are impacted because their future is impacted, and that's what you guys were a part of. And we don't just want to give food and safety. Those are the immediate things, but we're also invested, just like you guys are invested in, in this Stillwater community. We're invested in the communities where we serve in Southeast Asia. And so we don't just want to give relief, but we also long-term sustainable programs through our pastor network. And so we were able to invest in 800 farmers. That means that not only can they farm and provide for their families, but also for their communities. And not only that, but a lot of those farmers started to fund church planting hmm. this last year. You guys are going to want to hold your breath for this. If there's one thing I know in the places that we serve, whether it's Stillwater, Kathmandu, or Nepalgunj, is that the greatest single source of transformation for an individual or a community is the presence of a local church. Because the local church reminds people that they all have value, that they have the Imago Dei. To love your neighbor as yourself, those things change things. And so last year, in addition to the meals, to the safety, to the education, to the farming, we were able to plant 181 brand new churches in places that were never before heard the name of Jesus. You guys were a part of that. Can I land the plane with one more story? You can land a plane whenever you want to. All right. Well, you do we not want to tell me for that. A while. All right. Uh, no. Hey, this church, what I love. You guys not only love Stillwater so well, 
You not only love places where most of you will never go so well. Did not see this one coming. You loved my neighborhood in North Minneapolis. Are we live streaming this? Yeah. I'm going to say it anyway. It was a hell of a year. And the reason why I say that is because it felt like hell was invading my neighborhood. Barbed wire, Humvees, people with AK-47s just walking around. A lot of violence, a lot of misunderstanding of what's going on. Jane and Jarvis jumped in right away saying, how can we help in your city? The money came in fast, furious. I celebrate my wife and what she was able to do. But there was something that struck Jane and Jarvis and the leadership here. There was a mom. Her name's Fatima. She's a mom of multiple kids and had another kid. She's a single mom that was in the NICU for months and months. And there wasn't this big, hey, what can we do? Jane and Jarvis decided, you know what that mom needs? Her baby needs a baby shower. Because I will tell you this, not every baby is like Sully that gets a whole community that loves him, and there's enough of Sully to go around. <laughs> there's enough of Sully's thigh to go around. No offense. But not every baby has that kind of support. But I will tell you, Fatima's baby... Lamani did have that kind of support. That baby didn't have anything when, when she came into the world, but because of Watermark, she had things like clothes, food, swaddling blankets, a boppy. Can you even survive anymore without a boppy? You all came alongside of one of the neighbors in my community that otherwise would have been a forgotten baby in the midst of a pandemic, a mom trying to figure out what to do for her children while she's just trying to keep afloat, while the neighborhood's literally burning down, and right now still gas stations and grocery stores still not even built up in my neighborhood. But you all, you all, because of your generosity, because you believe in the gospel that looks like more than just an auditorium on a Sunday, but you believe that there's this spiritual twitch muscle that responds to needs all around you, Stillwater, Minneapolis, and Nepal, because of that, you changed a family's life and you continue to change my family's life. So I wanna say thank you and happy birthday. You truly are the greatest community pastor I have ever met. You, you gotta keep it. You too. I will, I will say this. Guys. Has to be to the Lord. Gonna say, I'm gonna say, thank you for that, but I'm telling you in all seriousness, it's the Lord, because um, I want all the glory to be the Lord. For, here's the deal. He transforms your hearts. He transforms my hearts. And it says from the very beginning, we can love people, but only God can change a heart. Amen? He can transform that. He can transform this. And he can transform, I mean, it's like, and it's contagious. Like, how many people want to go serve right now because you listen to him? <laughs> like when you listen to Noe and Bertha share about their story and the Silky share, don't you just go, let's go do something. Amen. This is why your friends are so important. 
This is why being together is so important. This is why connections, this is why the church is so important. Hopefully you can leave today and just feel inspired saying, we are the church because we walk out of here as the church. It's not just here on Sunday mornings, but what happens here. And that's what, listen, I, I'm better because of the Lord and because I rub shoulders with great people who I serve with. And so this year, because of 30 for, I mean, 30 for Freedom and then with the church plant, Venture was, I asked Paul right away, how was Venture hit by this? I don't know what you want to share about that. What I will say is, in the, in the midst of the incredible need, we also had some significant financial stress. Uh, those of you who know Venture, Venture know that one of the most unique things about Venture is 100% of all public donations get to go right to the projects and the programs because we had a handful of companies um, that funded 100% of our admin. That was really great. Up until COVID hit and the companies that supported us were international travel. Try selling something that doesn't exist for a year. And so we, we literally saw um, more than a million dollars just like that in a month, gone. And then on top of that, the feeding program that we do um, is in partnership with Feed My Starving Children who had to shut down all food production. But what I will say is it's not a woe is me moment. Because that five loaves and two fishes, if you only look at your bank account, and if you only look at the numbers and the statistics and the projections, you're missing one of the most beautiful things, and that is God's going to do what God's going to do. And I can't get the worship team up here. We're going to end, and this is how I want to end. And if you go on our birthday, one of the cool things about our birthday is we want to give our offering away. And so um, I bring people in to say, let's celebrate by helping them out. And so I brought Paul in, and I just said, Paul, we're going to, half our offering today is going to go to Venture, not to Paul. It's going to go to Venture and uh, be part of this. The other half that we give today is going to go to finish this orphanage in El Salvador. We just want to see God move and do that. And I want Paul to end this service by praying over us, and we're going to go into a time of worship. But I also believe that if you're brand new with us, listen, I'm not going to push you to give, but I'm going to invite everybody to give because I want everybody to be part of being part of this. I would love to give thousands away to both ways. If you want to give to our normal tithe and offering, you can designate that. That's up to you. But anything that's not designated is going all the way to missions. We're just going to, we're just, our party, our birthday is going to be to celebrate what God is doing. So everybody just stand up this morning. There's four ways you can give this morning. And um, you can give by text giving. That's a secure way. You can give online. But there's also buckets out in the foyer. You can give that way. And so I want, I want us to end with worship. Today, if you've, if you've never received Jesus Christ in your life, I'm telling you, today is a day. And uh, I just want to, we want to pray for that too. But I want Paul to end us today in prayer and the prayer of salvation too, if you can. And then um, end this service with ha having Paul pray a blessing of us. But I just want to say, let's give and let's, let's celebrate another amazing year by seeing God do amazing things, not just through us, but in ministries around the world. Amen. So, Paul, if you don't mind, close us out in prayer. That'd be. Yeah, I definitely will. Uh, if you guys didn't notice, Dan gave me a hug. He whispered to me that I was a better athlete than him. So, there's that. Um, what I will say about the twitch muscle that I said was I was in a conversation with Dan. Um, right before here, and he was asking how things were going in, in Myanmar. And in Myanmar, there's a military coup, which for most of us, that's the end of it. That's just the title, the headline. Um, the emails that I'm getting from our partners in Myanmar show ditches dug about six feet deep, 
for no other reason than the kids crawl into the ditch to have school so that they're safe with all of the violence happening around them. And Dan goes, oh, well, I've got fourth and fifth graders, and um, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, uh, and we're going to give that money to that. And so I applaud that kind of twitch muscle. And it's not because it goes to me, it goes straight through, but um, I am speaking prophetically over this group, whether you've been here for eight years or, you know, the last 80 minutes. There is a twitch muscle here where you can respond that will, that will free you. Um, and that kind of freedom means that other people are free as well. And so uh, if you'll just bow your head and uh, if you're somebody that hasn't yet joined the beautiful design of a gracious God that is inviting you, you can just repeat after me out loud or to yourself. And that is simply this, God, invite me, God, renew me, and God, lead me. God, thank you for inviting us. God, thank you for renewing our hearts and our minds that are constantly in battle with what we see around us. God, lead us so that your kingdom come and your will be done. God, we pray this morning that you would continue to lead Watermark, that you would lead Jane and Jarvis, their family, that you would lead the leadership team here from people on stage to people in back, to the greeters, to the volunteers, to the people that set up and tear down, that you would renew them, that you would guide them. And then we pray a special dispensation, a prophetic calling that Watermark would continue to serve Stillwater and around the world. God, I believe that you are good. I believe that your design is incredible. And I believe that in that design, you link us to places around the world. So you link us to this children's home. And I believe that you are talking to us and inviting us to be a part of creating safety for those children. And you link us to those kids in a ditch in Myanmar so that they don't get shot or bombed as they have education. And you link us there so that we can connect with them and understand our mutual humanity that is chasing the idea of every person being able to thrive. And we believe that your design creates that best opportunity for us to thrive. So I pray a prayer over each person that they would thrive in this moment. I pray a prayer that that, that spiritual twitch muscle of responding would free them up to join your kingdom more than they ever have before. In your name, for your glory, amen. Amen. Let's worship this morning. Thank you, Paul. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today here at Watermark Church. If you have any questions or want to learn more, you can visit us at www.stillwatermark.com. Thank you.